A reading from the letter of St. James. What does it profit, my brethren, if a man says he has faith but has not works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is ill-clad and in lack of daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what does it profit? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I by my works will show you my faith. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the de demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish fellow, that faith apart from works is barren. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered his son Isaac upon the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works and faith was completed by works and the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness and he was called the friend of God. You see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. Whereas the body apart from the spirit is dead, so faith apart from works is dead. The word of the Lord. Happy the man who takes delight in the commands of the Lord. Happy the man who takes delight in the commands of the Lord. Happy the man who fears the Lord, who takes delight in his commands. His sons will be powerful on earth, the children of the upright of blessed. Happy the man who takes delight in the commands of the Lord. Riches and wealth are in his house, his justice transformed forever. He is a light in the darkness for the upright. He is generous, merciful, and just. Happy the man who takes delight in the commands of the Lord. 
The good man takes pity and lives. He conducts his affairs with honor. The just man will never waver. He will be remembered forever. Happy the man who takes delight in the commands of the Gospel according to Mark. Jesus called to him the multitude with his disciples and said to them, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake and the Gospels will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? For what can a man give in return for his life? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And he said to them, Truly I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God come with power the Gospel of the Lord. 
the works of which St. James speaks are not, of course, always dramatic, heroic achievements and lengthy and valiant efforts, often rather the simpler life of trust and faith and prayer. This it is that is the great work to which most of us are called most of the time. Sometimes special and extreme efforts are called for, but a lot of the time is waiting upon the Lord and receiving from him each day as it comes to pass. In this matter we must be persons of trust, happy the man who fears the Lord. And as a consequence, we have to make acts of trust during the day, handing over situations, impossible situations, impossible people perhaps, to him, and let him deal with them, giving to us the instructions, the words, the thoughts, and the acts. In this way, we have the presence of God with us all the time. In the prayer today, we ask that God should so fashion us by his grace that we be pleasing to him. The work of fashioning is often painful. It is unrecognized, perhaps. It goes on, as it were, covertly, underneath our gaze. And as a consequence, we sometimes feel that nothing is happening and we are getting nowhere, sliding slowly backwards, perhaps. As a consequence, we ask that the Lord continues to work in our hearts with his fashioning grace for his design and not for our short-term ambitions and agenda. In all this, there is a great work afoot, and you and I are part of it, painful as it often is. Let us thank God for having called us to be at work, to be alive at this time, and let us ask him to help us to trust ourselves to his loving and providential care.
May this oblation, O Lord, we pray, cleanse and renew us, and may it become for those who do your will the source of eternal reward. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and all the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection. 
We offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring it to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, <clears throat> and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, O glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, <coughs> and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom of God and the glory of God, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always, and with your spirit.
the whole of the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Having fed upon these heavenly delights, we pray, O Lord, that we may always long for that food by which we truly live. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. <clears throat> may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> 